Welcome back to Speaking Llama, a Survivor podcast. Coming at you with, uh, what are we at? Episode 10? Is this episode 10, Caleb? All right, listen, I, after a couple of weeks ago when like, we argued about which episode it was and I happened to be wrong in that one instance, yeah. I've stopped, stopped keeping track. All right, people, we've got it on record. Caleb was wrong once. My one time. is done. One so time. Uh, episode 10, Survivor 42. And uh, it was an episode, so we're going to dive into it. Uh, Caleb, how are you doing tonight, man? Hey, let's 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 take a let's take a, a back step, Alex. You and I know that it may not have been the most entertaining produ- produced episode of Survivor that we've ever seen. Uh, but before, like, let's let's also acknowledge, right? There was some actually pretty good strategy that was uh, being had this episode. Let's so let's not knock omar's game or the i did i said nothing that it was bad strategy i called it an episode and that's i know i know but it was it was it was pejorative it was derogatory right you were looking what's that what's that first word pejorative i've never heard of that dude come on pull out your uh uh what are the the ap words is that what it was called again like uh in high school no i i only took ap uh calc AP we Gov didn't. and AP U.S. History. We didn't have AP classes, uh, which uh, in all my college, like admissions interviews and stuff like that, uh, because I was afraid that like, you know, I didn't have that bump in that GPA because I didn't have AP classes. So I would just make the argument that, hey, I uh, can't, couldn't control where I went to school. I took all the hardest classes I could um, and aced all of them. So like, I, in, my, in my back of my mind, I'm like, sure, you can penalize me for not taking an AP class, but I couldn't literally take an AP class. So sounds like my, you're, not, you're not taking responsibility for your actions, Caleb. Well, you know, we only have so much choice, but I digress. Qu- quick story about uh, AP tests for those interested. Sure. I, uh, I'm sure I, it's our whole host of listeners that are interested in this story. It could help out somebody if they're, if they're still <laughs> in high school. So uh, I took AP Calc. And, you know, it's, it's like 10 or 12 problems, part A, B, C, and D. And part A is like actually solving the problem. And then part B, C, and D are like answering theory questions and explaining why you got your answer and why you would do this instead of that. Um, and I was taking a while and I was running out of time. I had like 10 minutes left and half of the problems I hadn't even got to yet. You know, I skipped the ones I didn't know, didn't know how to solve it or didn't have time to solve it. So I went through in that last 10 minutes while I only solved the actual equations and half of the problems. I answered all of the like short answer questions for every single problem because I could answer theory. I just didn't know how to solve it or didn't have time to solve it. Guess who got a five on the AP test? This guy. And five out of a hundred is not very good. You know, <laughs> that's true. Good, that's good, true. Good, good yeah, don't you, listen Alex. to me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <clears throat> you know, since you told a math story, my fun math story is that in high school, our uh, calculus teacher wasn't wasn't honestly that great uh, and at least every once every two weeks in middle of a lesson doing a problem we one or one of my friends that sat near me we'd have to raise our hand and go miss carlisle that that's wrong and then she'd go what and i look at the the projector because we're still using projectors at this point uh and go oh 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 you're right you're right and we're just like yeah we we know it's right what can you do? It, is it that just, what happened it, to you? Like, is that where you got this thing of like, I, I'm always right? Uh, it, Thanks, Miss Carlisle. 
a contributing <laughs> factor for sure. Uh, 12 years okay. later, I'm having to deal with it. <laughs> but anyways, enough about math stories. Uh, Alex, I am doing well. Uh, happy May the 4th. May the 4th be with you for all those Star Wars fans out there uh, that I, I fall into that. You know, I, as I told my boss uh, yesterday, it's, it's the holiday of my people, uh, Star Wars fanatics. And so uh, happy, happy May the 4th. You as well. And, and use well for those that don't know may the fourth is a playoff of may the force be with you from star star wars so yeah you know. yeah so i'm doing good uh, other other than high going home which you know by bye bye winter pick my my streak of two in a row ends at two in a row uh but it's better than only one in a row so i'll take that I'll give you that. I was honestly just seeing how long you would keep talking without me having to say anything. That's really what, what I just tried. Listen, I don't need you on this podcast. I could do it. I'm very aware. <laughs> I'm very aware. All right. Um, yeah, definitely sad, sad high went home. Um, he was collectively our winner pick for uh, the, the draft we collectively decided. So uh, it's a sad day for both of us, but uh, we'll get into that a little bit later on in the episode. Uh, want to kick it off at the top and Caleb I texted you before the episode started I said this is the first time in a long time you know other than a premiere that I have been waiting all week to see what's going to happen like I wanted to see the scene following last week's second tribal council where Tori went home I wanted to see the conversations and reflections of Drea and Mary Ann after that very tough tribal council they went through uh, I want to hear about Lindsay and Jonathan and their reflections on what they heard and what they're feeling and what they're thinking. Uh, I wanted to see the connection between Mary and Andrea that I'm assuming that experience was a bonding experience for the two of them. I want to know everyone else's reaction of them playing two idols. And we didn't get any of that. Um, and I was a little disappointed. Now we did get a small got, confessional from Drea. And, and we got from Marianne that she played her idol and so therefore found another idol. But that, yeah, yeah. yeah, that's it. <laughs> that's, that's true. And it just felt like a missed opportunity. I was waiting all week to like, it felt like such a big and important moment of the season. Like give us some processing of it. I, I wanted it. So a little disappointed we didn't get that. But you know what? Life does go on and so does Survivor. And um too soon. I almost made. I, made, I almost made a, like a, a joke about unless a global pandemic happens. Uh, and nice. feels too soon. Uh, even even now, I'm leaving that in. That that's fine. That's fine. I, I just too soon. Too soon. Okay. So I believe Caleb. Oh, so you mentioned it. Marianne finds the idol. So my girl Marianne. Idol. My only hope left in our fantasy tribes. She is now tip top number one. Go Marianne. Sit fellow seminary student uh i'm rooting for you maybe come intern for me uh sometime and uh that'll be great yeah hey actually marianne and, and if you ever happen to be listening to this uh my office is hiring right now so you you office of spiritual life southern methodist university come on dallas is the second best city in, te in texas in fact I, I wouldn't even i wouldn't call it the second best i, I, don't, <laughs> I don't even call it the third best <laughs> all right Caleb the next podcast you're gonna rank your favorite cities in Texas um anyway so as I was saying before I was interrupted this is the first idol that wasn't attached to a beware statement uh this season 
And so that's exciting to see, Marianne. As she mentioned, there are no bunnies, there are no mailboxes. She just gets an idol. So I'm very excited for her. Um, Caleb, predictions on will Marianne play it correctly? How might she play it? What If you're Marianne, how, how do you play this idol uh, moving in now to the final seven after this high vote out? Yeah, which I, I will say, we talked about this a little last week. This is the first time we've seen a idol re-enter the game after um, in this era of Survivor, the, the quote, new era that Jeff likes to remind us to drop the four. Um, and so we, I imagine that had one come into the game last time that there wouldn't necessarily have been a beware attached to it. I mean, maybe if they had done something like they did with Drea's beware, uh, advantage and being caught red-handed uh which like side note i'm i'm disappointed that we got no payoff from like tori realizing something was up with with drea um yeah. that's that's my beef. that's my beef of the week uh, i'm is just it? realizing that like why why even show us that tori is suspicious of her if there's no payoff for it I- anyways um so uh marianne and her idol i I want to say that she's going to make this great move with it. Uh, I, based off of what I've seen from the episode, her relationships in particular with most everybody, right? Unless there is a more solid relationship, a close working relationship between her and Drea that we just have not seen. And maybe one comes out of this like uh, experience that they've had together, but right it seems like Jonathan kind of sees her as expendable. Lindsay and Omar see her as expendable. She's kind of like the little sister on the Taku Alliance that is there to tag along. And so I'm afraid that she's going to be the casualty of a either a split boat or just, right, Jonathan won immunity and we don't want to vote out uh, Lindsay, so we might as well vote out Marianne. And she's just not going to see it coming. Um, based off of what we've seen with her uh, up to now. Now, she could totally shock us. And, and maybe that is part of her survivor story, right? Is like, she's just this enthusiastic player. And maybe we see her make, have this big realization of like, oh, this is how I like made my game my game. Uh, and so I, I'm hopeful. I'm final seven having an idol. That, that's big, right? She's got three more tribal councils to play it at. Uh, depending on the, this twist for next week, if I suspect it's the same one as last season, she maybe only needs it for like she two more votes. Right. So like, I, you know, she, she could, she could, she could have found herself a ticket the final five. Uh, and so I, I do think that she could play it in a situation at final five and saying, I'm not going home. Yeah. I, I think my thing with Marion and her idol is after seeing this episode, I'm most nervous for her because I think her and Omar have been in this really tight pair. And from we didn't get a lot from Marianne this episode. So my assumption is she still sees Omar as her number one, but I don't think Omar sees her as his number one moving forward. Uh, we even see, you know, I think he and Lindsay are probably the tightest pair out there. Uh, we see Lindsay wanted to pull away from Jonathan. So that makes sense. We see in the preview for next week, there is this potential alliance between Drea, Mike, Omer, and Lindsay as a, as a group of four. Marianne is out of that. So I think she needs that idol. I'm worried if, 
if I'm in Marianne's shoes and I think Omar's good and he and I are solid, I trust him if he says don't play your idol. Now, seeing what we see of Omar, I think he's going to lie to her when they're trying to blindside her. So um, I, I'm worried because I think she is going to naturally and uh, rightfully so trust Omer. And I think he's going to betray her uh, moving forward. Oh, 100%. Right? I, I think, right, she, she is going to have to make a move on her own to stay in the game. And if there is that four-person alliance that you just mentioned, uh, I don't know that there's a way for her to save herself. Um, right. Ex- outside of uh, getting past this, getting past final seven into final six with Jonathan intact. And then, right, it's Jonathan, her, and the four. If, and if she has enough realization that that four has formed, right, the one of the four has to then, right, vote themselves out, which in that case, it's probably going to be Drea or, or Mike. Yeah. Who both have, I, we could have an exciting final seven. Uh, yeah, that's interesting. It's wild. It's wild. Yeah. All right, so I'm going to move on from this conversation into the reward challenge. Uh, we see Jeff call it a fun challenge, uh, but seeing everyone's face like standing in the massive swells in the ocean waiting for Jeff to start the game, it didn't look super fun to me. But he said it was a fun challenge. Uh, and we see Lindsay right before the challenge have a confessional say, I haven't won anything yet, which yep. is that foreshadowing about winning the game. Is that, is that, is that edit, similar edit from last season? We'll see. We will see. She, Lindsay wins it, beats out Jonathan. Uh, those two were kind of at the front, but I think everyone was throwing sandbags at that point. She wins it. She takes Omer and Mike, saying that Omer was with her the whole time, hasn't had any rewards, and Mike only had the peanut butter and jelly reward, and that's it. Uh, Caleb, was this the right call from Lindsay? Uh, before I answer that question, uh, you know, Jeff calling this challenge fun. He obviously hasn't watched Second Chances in a while. Otherwise, <laughs> he would have learned from Keith that uh, Survivor is not fun. Going on, on a cruise, cruise is fun. Uh, and I just realized one of my Survivor bucket lists, if I ever get on the show now, is to work in. Jeff, Survivor is never fun, right? It's not supposed to be fun. Going on a cruise is fun, but Survivor isn't fun. That is now my dream. And if I got to do that and that made the air, uh, my life might be complete. I think that would get you voted out because people would think you have an idol and you're trying to say a dumb phrase. Probably. And it's like, you, you're, you're the first person to like say a dumb phrase, but not have an idol. <laughs> and that's, that's like, I'm just life. quoting Keith nail. Come on people. Y'all don't know that reference. Um, okay. So uh, Lindsay takes Omar and Mike on this reward. Um, yeah. I think, you know, I, I, my question for her, is right how close were you with omar to begin with because if you were close i think it was a good call uh, regardless and like the rationale there what was was right and it makes me wonder did you have a conversation with omar about how you think that mike is is flippable away from high and if that's the case then like kudos to you because you set it up well to be able to um Right. So you, you had that moment to work on with uh, with Mike. Now, unfortunately, right. All we really saw is like is Omar's action in that. But 
if I, I agree, I suspect that Lindsay and Omar might be a little bit closer than the edit has shown us thus far. Um, and so if they have been working together more closely, I see in which that was a very strategic move to try to get Mike on their side. Uh, because if you take out high, Mike really is a free agent. Um, he doesn't have anyone left from his original tribe that he was working with. Yeah, I think that's a great point. And even this idea, which I don't think we've seen it at least spelled out, and, and we didn't see it spelled out in this episode by any means, but this idea of a reward with three people, you and your closest ally almost teaming up on a third person. You know, it's a, a lot of times you see like, these are the two people I want to try to work in a, re- a relationship with, want to move forward in strategy with. But to have like two people have a plan going into a reward to say like us two are going to almost team up against this person and convince this person to work with us. I kind of like that. That could be cool. Um, I don't know if they did that or not, but yeah, I don't, I don't even cool. know that it was maybe that like strategic. Like they didn't go into the reward challenge saying, okay, if, if one of us wins, we're going to pick, make sure to pick Mike. I think, you know, Lindsay could have picked up on, okay, Omar mentioned to me that like maybe Mike is someone we can work with. So I'm going to grab Omar, I'm going to grab Mike, and we can all get on the same page. Yeah. Kill. this is why we should be on Survivor together. Maybe. I, again, I still, I still contend that we, the whole time I'd be like, Alex is going to make a move on me. I got to vote him out. I would look at you and be like, hey, Caleb, next reward, if we win it, we take Mike and we tag team him and we try to like get him to work with us. But in reality, I'm just trying to get you out that's uh, uh, obviously uh also so let's talk about the reward that was a fun reward a fun moment when they those the voices were creepy but when that uh when they projected those uh videos onto like the logs and stuff what a freaking cool scene um that was awesome it was, it was cool it was fresh it reminded me of uh hunger games catching fire uh oh. the voices <laughs> that's what i thought of i was like yeah. This is kind of creepy. I don't. I don't think I like. And they were all like talking over each other. Yeah, that weird, was but definitely creepy. Very cool. Very cool. And I'm glad they got that because I don't think last season they got any sort of family. Not that we saw. Not yeah. that we saw at least. Maybe they got letters. I don't know. I don't remember. But they could also have easily gotten letters, and we just didn't see it. For sure. Um, For sure. That they didn't make the cutting room floor, if you will. Yeah. Um, I was a little surprised that Lindsay didn't take Drea and Marianne. I think, again, I was going into the episode excited to see what these two women were going to do moving forward. Uh, and so when it's such a fast reward challenge and Lindsay, who was there at the, at the tribal council, when they both play their idols, uh, I really wanted to see like those three women team up together and, uh, go on reward together and it didn't happen. So, but that's me maybe, uh, thinking a little too emotionally rather than strategically so which is why i would get voted out yeah yeah all right well at the reward challenge probably the biggest moment of the episode was when omer throws high out to the wolves and the wolves being named mike from new jersey let's talk about this caleb how are you feeling i i know you heard brilliant about brilliant last man. week and like what and the connection from last week to this, but like, oh no, I'm just, I, I, I mean, I think holistically, right? The story of this episode is Omar's play from last episode, uh, right? 
it is because that High really wanted Rock's way out. That Mike, which like this is a right, take notes, people. Mike saw Roxroy as an ally, not his number one, and so was willing to not dig his heels in for like for Roxroy, but knew that like if the other person, right, high was digging his heels in, because that's kind of what it sounds like, is that high dug his heels in and said, I, I want Roxroy. And Mike said, Okay, like I, I I'm with you. Right. But at what cost? The cost is Mike's loyalty. And shout out to Omer, who has just demonstrated his ability to read situations time and time again. Because what we see right here is that he he sees the disconnect now between Mike and Omer and, and like pounces on it and says, right, you know, he there's this like uh right, he has the confessional of like. Of course, it's a good argument because, like, I don't make stupid arguments or something like that. The reason it's a good argument is because, like, it's capitalizing on the story Mike is already telling himself, yeah. right? It coincides with this narrative that Mike is saying, can I really trust High? He just made me, ha- like, I had to go against what I wanted to do. And then someone tells me, yeah, High told me that you're his, his puppet, well, that makes sense off of what, what all the other things that I'm saying, right? And so the ability to right, connect those dots uh, or it, it is what was so masterful about that move, uh, right? It was a brilliant lie. Um, I love that moment. We all love a good villain uh, in, in Survivor and Omar, like, way to go. Yep. Well, and I think I mentioned this last week or two weeks ago. It's like, we see this thread of Omar getting what he wants and getting the person out. He wanted Chanel out. We get Chanel. He wanted, um, or no, it wasn't Chanel. It was Lydia. He wanted Lydia out. I, he voted for Chanel, so he probably wanted her out. I don't know. But then he wanted Roxroy. Got Roxroy out. Now he wants High, getting High out. And really, he is the one really manipulating, dominating who gets sent home each week this season, which is very impressive. I, I loved, I hate it because I was rooting for High, but I love it even um, at the beginning of the episode when Mike goes to Omer and says, Hey, like, I'm kind of frustrated. Did, did you like how that went down? And you almost see Omer, like you see the wheels turning and you see him like trying to slow down time to go, Oh, um, well, tell me how you're feeling. And, and it's like, he's trying to read the room of like, how can I set myself up well here and not say, yeah, I was all on board to take Roxbury out, but rather say like, Hey, yeah, Mike, I hate that you felt pressured. Wow. Like, was that from high? Yeah, I felt that too. Um, I, I thought it was awesome. Um, I, I really, it was fun to see kind of the, the wheels turning um, in that scene too. So. Cool Absolutely. Stuff. Yeah. Way, cool way to go, Omar. He's yeah. great. Um, we then move into the immunity challenge, which Lindsay takes it out again. So, Way to go. Uh, hey, shout out to Lindsay this episode. All the con- like, give me more Lindsay. We've been wanting to see her all, all season long. Yes. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Right, let's backtrack real quick. Uh, we forgot two important uh, moments. One, Marianne said, I'm not telling anyone about my idol. Praise the Lord. Praise Way the Lord. Go, Marianne. We're all Team Marianne, finally. Um, if we weren't I've, already, now I've, we are. I've been Team Marianne yes. all season. So, but now we, we have to be. There's no other choice. And then we see Lindsay. Oh my, 
Oh, tell Omer and Mike about the amulet. All That's the details. Like, yeah, like, and even don't tell them every like. Ah, uh, uh, like I, I really just wanted to backtrack to get your reaction, Caleb. I just can't. I don't understand. I just don't under. I like so. I think what is most frustrating about that is that she jeopardizes her relationship with two other people. Yeah. Right. If it was just, oh, me and High have this thing. Well, I'm already targeting High. So yeah, like let's get and what what she's oh man. And and I wonder if like she could have said, yeah, we all have this advantage and we all get an extra vote. Like we get to use that as an extra vote. And then not said anything. And if they asked, well, what happens when you get voted out? Oh, then it's just like it's gone. Yeah. Right. And like just Oh, but I mean, you run the risk of like them having already potentially heard it from Kai or or Drea. <sighs> yeah, it, but now in in her defense, for this episode, it worked out really well for her because I feel like that was the 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 final straw to get high out. That's all the convincing they needed, uh, at least Mike and Omer, uh, because we're we're building up, you know, hey. High called you a puppet. He's a puppet master. He's controlling your boats. You know, yeah, you're so frustrated from last night getting Broxford out. Oh, now we find out he has this advantage that he didn't tell anyone about. And our ally, Lindsay, you know, gets more powerful if he goes home. Now all three of us are on board to get him out. And it's a strong opposition to High. So in that sense, it worked really well to get High out. I don't see it working well <laughs> moving forward. And I think it's just after this entire season of everyone sharing everything, I was so happy when Marianne had that confessional of like, nope, this is just for me. No one has to know. Immediately into, uh, yeah, let me tell everyone's name. Because it was secret up to this point, as far as we knew. I know. And now like there's seven people left for certain four people know about this advantage right right that's now 50 percent of the people left in the game uh it's likely that at least one more person here hears that right um, well and, and these are the four that may be in that alliance that we saw in the preview for next week but we all know we can't trust the preview from next week never never trust the preview never trust the preview all right so Lindsay wins immunity and we see it is pretty much certain highs going home uh, I liked his lie telling Jonathan, you know, he had a, an idol. No, terrible, no, okay. terrible lie. No, it, it didn't work out well. I think he should have played it differently. I think there's a world where you can fake out that you have an idol. Now, I don't think he did it because I don't think he realized he was a target. But right. to if he had a fake idol or, I mean, I think the story of finding an idol in well, just to say, like, instead of saying, hey, Jonathan, I'd play it for you, to say, like, hey, uh, I just want to let you know if, if things get dicey tonight, I do have an idol. So let me know if you think we can work together. Um, yeah. And just put a little bit of suspicion in people. I right. think he would have done it if he knew he was the target. And clearly he didn't. Um, and it was a good blind side on him. But uh, I just wish he played it a little bit different. But I don't hate the idea of bluffing about an idol. No, I don't either. I thought it was just poorly executed. I mean, I think you saw from the reaction of Jonathan, like how ridiculous it seemed that like, he would play an idol for Jonathan in that moment to get, especially to get out Romeo, right? Like, and, and 
based on what we've seen from Romeo in terms of his gameplay, we haven't seen much, uh, is that he's just on the outs. So, right, why make a big move to save Jonathan only to get out Romeo, right? And, like, so I do like your idea of, right, just saying, hey, here's the deal. I have an idol. I found one. Um, I think I'm safe tonight. But if you want to make a move on somebody, uh, I would prefer to keep you around. I've heard your name being thrown out. Um, who, who do you want to make a run after? Because then at the very least, right, you now have potential ammunition to make a, a better case for why we should take Jonathan out, especially if he throws out Marianne or Lindsay or, or someone that's right, he's closer to. Well, uh, but and- and I think both Lindsay and Marianne, if they hear High has an idol, and if he says, hey, you guys told me two idols got played last night, I assumed one would be hidden, so I found it this morning. Right. If Jonathan tells Lindsay that, Lindsay, who was looking for it and said the exact same thing earlier in the episode, is going to go, oh, he found it. Oh, he really yeah. does have one. Marianne, who found one, is going to go, well, two got played last night. I found one. He must have found the other. And so I think those who at that point would have said, let's, let's hold off um, and, and maybe take a shot at Romeo or, or go with the safe vote. But which maybe that is why there was a second vote. Who, I forgot. I tried to look for it, but I forgot to remember to do it. Who was the second Jonathan vote? Uh, it was Romeo. Romeo. Okay. So he was probably which, just, I, I took that as like, he just. He's either vote. on the, on the outs or someone told him to vote Jonathan to have a split vote. What could have worked is, um, you know, if he thought High was voting for Romeo, like voting for him, and he thought there's a shot in the dark, well, let's throw a vote somewhere else. Yeah. At, uh, you know, a, a name that's been thrown out today. Just which to which would be, at, yeah, that's a great point. Like that, which is a very good play by Romeo, right? What yes. do you have to lose? Uh, you're already on the bottom. Yes. I just feel like with split votes and shot in the dark, like you have to kind of think outside the box. And, and, you know, that's what we saw Chanel do with the Mike vote of like, all right, like if Daniel has, if Daniel plays shot in the dark, I got to throw my vote on Mike because they're coming after me next. Um, if yeah. not. So, all right. Uh, we see high go home in that six to two vote. Um, I will say two things about high that I really respect. And that came out tonight. One, I love his analogies. They are so good the idea of we're all marathon runners who are blindfolded and we don't know who's in the lead. Brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. I wanted him to say just so we can get more of those. I also loved his reaction when he got blindsided of laughing smiling. Hey, love you guys. Best of luck to everyone. Uh, it was fun to see. I, th- I think some people can be kind of salty, rightfully so, but it was really fun to see. Like he was excited. He got blindsided. Um, he wants to play a game. He's good at the game. But he he saw it for what it is and appreciated the experience he was he was in. So I can get on board with a player like that. Those are my kind of players. Hey, he was a great player, and I think his flaw is a lot of players' flaw that you just got too comfortable in the game, right? I mean, if at any point, right? It's it's I know it's a, I imagine it's a really hard balance to to handle. Is just like this feeling of, oh, I see my path forward. And I feel like I can get there with ease and not being overly paranoid. But I feel like if you ever saying to yourself, oh, like, I got this to the end, you probably need to be asking yourself, 
who else sees that? Yeah. Right. Uh, and so, I mean, even just like whether it was feigned or real or not or whatever, um, Omar going, everyone hates high now. Do I want to, do I want to keep high? Like, like just that mindset of I'm going to keep my options open and I do need to consider is high worth keeping around if everyone's already on board to take them off. Totally. And I love that confessional. I think that that shows really top tier strategic and social gameplay from Omer as well. Yeah. To think like that. He's the one who drove this train over high right? Um, and led it. He's the conductor. And now he's saying, wait a second, should I work with him? Um, and again, what time of day was that? When was, when did he say that? I don't know, but uh, I enjoyed it. I, I appreciate that type of thing. Right. Well, we've already seen him do it once, right? That, that is what he did with Romeo, right? Is that everyone's on board to get Romeo out. I, I want him in. Like, let, let, let's stick with it. And so having that same mentality of, right, even I, I imagine Omar is thinking he's in a really good spot right now and rightfully so. Um, but even that continued thinking of, all right, where, where are all of my options? Right. I, I'm curious if anyone thinks Omer is in a good spot. You know, I, because at this point, he seems to have a lot of really close relationships. I think Mike now sees Omer his, as his number one. Lindsay sees Omer as his, her number one. Marianne probably still sees Omer as her number one. Uh, that's a group of four right there. And, and Drea seems to be kind of in that with Mike and Lindsay too. So, um, and Roma is kind of on the outs. And I would say Jonathan's now starting to become on the outs too. So I, I, there's a real a clear path forward for Omer this season. Yeah, and I would, he I would is, be shocked if he yeah. did not win this season. He is either fire, uh, like fire, final four fire making challenge loser or he wins. Like that's that's my prediction for the rest of the season. He He's one of those two. There it is. All right, Caleb, any other thoughts on the episode before we move into Out What Out Play Out Last? Uh, no, just, you know, I think it was a... I, I just wish that we could have had five more minutes of something else from camp versus five minutes trying to convince me that it wasn't going to be the high vote because <laughs> it was very obvious. I, I, I understand that where production doesn't necessarily have anything to work with in terms of a potential, like, not easy vote, right? So if it's an easy vote, it's hard to, like, make a compelling narrative. Dude, that's fine. Give me a five-minute tribal, and, but give me, like, give me a confessional about what the experience was the night before from Drea yeah. and Mary Ann. Or, I mean, or was there a conversation between Drea and Lindsay or Drea and Jonathan, right? We saw Jonathan have that, right, uh, a, a tense conversation with drea and rightfully so um like drea having being having that conversation with him um what was there any like what what was the the fallout from that what what was the conversation after camp right exactly give us give us the conversation right don't convince me that they're gonna flip it to jonathan because i know they're not you, you, you literally all epic literally we went into that that final tribal or that final uh the immunity challenge and all we heard was, oh, it's going to be high. It's going to be high. And I thought, okay, maybe it's not high. And then for the next 10 minutes, we, it's going to be high, going to be high. Yep. And then at the very end, maybe not, it, it's high. Well, and we even saw the, um, the story from high about his family and growing up 
and and being oh yeah that first first generation american and it's like it felt i loved hearing it it felt out of place for this point in the season that felt like an episode one or episode two story Uh Um, and at that point i think we both knew like all right this unless he wants me to be this is uh this is not good for high all right Caleb, as always, we're going to jump into our Outwit, Outplay, Outlast player, players, or moments of the episode. We'll start with Outwit, and this is the social part of the game. Who's your Outwit player? Uh, uh, Omar. Like, I, yeah. the, no, I can't. I, he built a relationship with Mike, threw someone else underneath the bus, doesn't seem to be on anyone's radar in terms of people out, like first names out of their mouths. Uh, keeping Jonathan in the game is still a great play, right? You still have up to three more tribals to vote him out. He could go on an immunity run, but right, I, I'm gonna guess that he's probably not gonna win one of those. Uh, if I'm a, if I'm a betting man, and you know, Alex, I don't actually bet money on things, but I'm a, I'm a betting man. Yeah. Well, and fun fact, uh, I think at this point. Let's see, there's a final seven, final six, final five, final four immunity. Jonathan can only tie the record. He cannot beat the record. Because I think for a man, there's five challenges uh, is the record. Like Colby, Culpepper, a couple other people that I can't think of um, have that. Um, Yeah, same for me. It's Omar. Yeah, clear clear cut. And and I want to say Lindsay, because like I think she's playing – a very good social game. We're just not seeing a lot of it. Uh, and I, and I, I wish we could see more of it. Yeah. Yeah. It's almost her, her edits almost like the sidekick to Omer at this point, like growing into the sidekick. Of Omer. Right. But even, even then, like we're like, we're making this connection that it's like Lindsay and Omar, which we have, like, we haven't seen. We're reading we saw it this episode. Yeah. But like, not to the extent that we're saying, like we, we just talked about, Oh, they, maybe they had a plan or like talked about bringing my, oh, yeah, that was, that was all speculation, but yeah. Right. And so like, we're, we're in some ways projecting this relationship with them. Um, I just don't like the idea that Lindsay is Omar's psychic because yeah. she's not. Okay. Okay. We, we will see. We will see. Um, all right. What about outplay the uh, challenges, advantages, stuff like that. Uh, there is a obvious answer for this, but I'm going to go with the not obvious answer to support team Caleb, uh, Marianne, just for, just for the confessional, I'm not sharing this with anybody. Right. So, and, and, and a, a co-winner this week is Drea for having, also having an advantage that no one knows about, right? Drea and Marianne, you are my heroes right now because you have advantages that people don't know about. So I also wrote down Mary Ann. Speechless. <laughs> For the Speechless. exact same reason. I was like, well, Caleb will choose Lindsay because she won both challenges, but I'm not going to because she told them about the amulet. So uh, yeah, it's Mary Ann for me uh, because she played it best. She, way to go. Hey, but shout out to Lindsay winning yes. two back-to-back challenges. Yes. Um, not easy to do. Went toe-to-toe with Jonathan. Um, I mean, maybe if Jonathan has a little bit smaller feet, he does a little bit better in that challenge. I, it was, it really was funny looking down at that like peg and like seeing his, his feet were legitimately like vertical with one another, like longer yeah. than the section that was a lot before. <laughs> Absolutely. All right. All right. Um, we'll see if we have the same outlast. This could be a speaking llama first, I believe. 
for us to get all three the exact same. Uh, Caleb, and it's mine's written down. Caleb, okay. who's your Outlast oh. player of the week? Oh, Outlast player of the week. I, I because I want to pick someone different. I, I, I'm, I'm gonna say I'm gonna have two. Um, I, my, because I, I think it's Omar. Like I, I, I think that is his best. Like bet but like i i, I want to pick someone different too so my honorable mention goes to drea because she is sitting there with multiple advantages still at this point and we haven't heard her name come out of anyone's mouth all merge long now i do think she's on the outside looking in as we get closer to the final four like i i, I know that there's like this potential four-person alliance but I still think that the Taku four, it might be the alliance that wins out, right? They are the only ones that, ha- other than like Jonathan wanting to target Marianne, they are the only ones that have really stuck together super tight. And so I see a world in which maybe Drea like isn't set up well for the end game. Um, but, but just for the fact that she's still like, she's a threat and, and she is not. I mean, Jonathan tried last week, but, you know, good try. Good try. Well, it was a try. Now, uh, mine is not Drea. It's a great pick. Uh, But I chose Mike as my outlast for this week. Um, I think he's in a great spot. I also think Omer's in a great spot. But what I like about Mike is it's this idea of, you know, we've had a meat shield. we've We've had a brain shield. We haven't really had this like strategic shield yet. And I, what I like about Mike is that he was with um, High, but was able to kind of cross lines. Now is working with Omer, but now Omer's kind of in the position High was in with Mike. And, and I think, I, I don't think Omer's going to go home, but there is a world where, you know, High was the strategic threat, which is why he had to go home, not Mike. Um, is Omer now going to be a strategic threat now that High's gone? And I think Mike would still be safe, even if Omer's targeted. So I don't see anyone targeting Mike anytime in the near future, which is why I have him um, in Outlast. He also has an idol. Now, does everyone know about it? Yes. But he has it. it he has it. Drea could steal it at any point. So That's right. Drea still has that. She's Louise. Yes. Yeah. All right, Caleb. Any thoughts as we wrap up this episode? Uh, no, I'm looking. I'm looking forward to seeing how the final seven shakes out. I mean, with all the advantages at play, I'm I'm afraid we're leading to an advantage, Mageddon. Um, but also, I am going to be interested to see when all the like extra votes and steal votes come out because I feel like if they're on opposing sides, it'll be like, oh no, I got to play this vote now. And also, a question for you, if uh someone does anyone have a steal vote right now i can't remember steal yes, vote Lindsay and drea have a steal vote technically yes so if we're, they, we're not sure if it's like one steal vote between uh, two no i it's it's one ha, tell me because no. it because when they were explaining the advantage to when Lindsay was explaining the advantage tonight in the reward she told mike and omar that the three of them could come together for an extra vote 
Okay. Well, here's, here's my thing. As I said, all season, yes, the beware idol said you had to say the phrase, the very next tribal and Mike didn't have to. So now I don't trust any rules. I'm just telling you what Lindsay said. I'm just telling you what Lindsay said. Thank you. So I'm working under the assumption that there is one steal a vote. Um, And I'm working under the assumption that Okay. Players that, don't have to follow the rules of it. That game, you're so. an idiot. That's that's what uh, that's what you're playing. Uh, is that an assumption, assumption or a fact? No, that's an assumption. I don't think you're or, actually an idiot. You're or just is playing. that a projection? All, all the above. Um, my question is: If they steal Marianne's vote, can Marianne still play her extra vote? I would assume so. And could here's a here's an even better question. If my vote gets stolen, can I use my shot in the dark? I don't think so. I don't think so either. But if I have an extra vote, can I use my shot in the dark? Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Listen, listen Survivor's can, getting Can to you a, use a shot in the dark and still play that extra vote? Also a great question. You know, I, who, who knows? Who knows? I, it's, Survivor's getting to a point where I need a... A uh, twenty-page rule book, which you know how much I love those types of board games, Alex. Yes. But maybe not for Survivor. Maybe not. All right. Well, uh, this is a fun episode, Caleb. It was uh, pretty good hanging out with you tonight. Uh, I've had better nights, but I've had worse nights. So thanks for that. Um, if you're not, make sure you follow us on Instagram at Speaking Llama. Make sure you subscribe and follow us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Uh, rate leave a comment if you haven't already we really appreciate it helps other people find our podcast um, and i think that's all we have for this week so we'll be back at it next week with week 11 of survivor 42 until then we'll speak a lot to you later